A Florida deputy was fired for sexting women that he worked with. Another Florida man shot at another Florida man after his truck is hit with a banana. Two Florida women steal a beer bucket full of vibrators. And a former Florida teacher is accused of pulling students' toes. <laughs> These are the weird stories for Friday. And they're all from Florida. Because it's Florida Friday on Weird AF News. That's right. All of these stories are weird, and they're from Florida. This is how we do it on Friday. I'm glad you're here. Let's lead you into the weekend with some Florida news. Yay! Those bizarre stories you hear about all the time that seem to only happen here in Florida. I know, right? Can't make this stuff up. It is just one of the many wacky news stories out of Florida. And why does the Sunshine State consistently produce such strange news? But what accounts for all this bizarre news? Is it the weather? Is it the people? Florida is full of the crazy stories. A Florida deputy has been fired after sexting women that he met during his investigations. <laughs> The Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, Pinellas County, coming through again, guys, every week. Pinellas County's on the map of major degenerate behavior from the citizens and apparently from the uh, law enforcement as well. Watch out. Well, they fired a patrol deputy after two investigations revealed he was sending inappropriate text messages, also known as sexting, to vulnerable women that he met on the job. Uh, this guy's like, hey, I'll help you. I'll save you. And then I'll sext you. The sheriff's office say former deputy Brian Overton put his own personal wants ahead of the welfare of the people that he was sworn to serve when he texted two women to have personal and sometimes sexual conversations. The first investigation into his behavior um, involves a woman who uh, he met during the death investigation of her father. <laughs> the death investigation of her father. Yes, your father was murdered. Mm, yes. And uh, it looks like he was killed at a steakhouse. Do you like steak? And would you like to go to a, get a steak with me tonight? Which, <laughs> I have some clues about your father. Perhaps we could talk about it over wine. <laughs> Are you okay, buddy? What? A, <laughs> unbelievable. The woman said at first the texts that he sent her were about the investigation into her father's death, but then they turned very personal. Of course. Some of the text messages sent to the woman included photos of him in his uniform. <laughs> Here's me. This is what I look like when I'm going over the autopsy report over the death of your father. And uh, do you like a guy in uniform? How do I look? The investigation division's report on its investigation into this guy's behavior included screenshots of text messages that appeared to show him telling the woman his favorite thing to do when he was not working was engage in wild orgies. <laughs> wow, okay. This guy went zero to a hundred. Yeah. So what do you like to do? Huh? You like, uh, oh, water skiing? Yeah, maybe fishing? No, I'm into wild orgies myself. That's what I like to do when I'm not working as a, uh, as, as a police officer. He said that he also sent her a message saying if he could do any job, he would like to be a male stripper. <laughs> so, this, is, this is his attempt at peacocking, apparently. Now, all of that happened in 2020, and he was issued a written reprimand. Then in February of 2021, the sheriff's office say Deputy Overton used an app on his phone to disguise his personal phone number from another woman who contacted investigators to report suspected child abuse. He's going after a woman that reported child abuse. Hello. <laughs> this guy is what a predator, man. 
Investigators said at first, Overton, of course, was texting the woman about the uh, child abuse investigation, but then things turned sexual. Because that's appropriate when someone's reporting abuse. <laughs> Just take it to a sexual place. Good choice, buddy. Where do they find these deputies? I want to know. Florida deputies just run the other way. Hey, I'd like to take a report. You want to come down the station? No, thank you, sir. No, thank you. I won't be making a report. I won't be filing charges because I'm afraid of you and your crew. According to the sheriff's office, this guy Overton texted the woman who reported child abuse the following. Don't take this the wrong way, but you have that attractive, independent vibe. Not a perfect body, but definitely still sexy and very caring. <laughs> this guy has no game. You don't have a perfect body? That's what you tell her? You, you think she's going to find this flattering? You don't have the perfect body. I'm surprised that you reported abuse. <laughs> this guy's out of his mind. And the, the thing at the end, very sexy and very caring. <laughs> what a creep, man. What a damn creep. He wrote to her, look, if you were single, I'd be interested. Would you now? You'd be interested? Oh, lucky her. Lucky her. If she could only be the be single and therefore be the target of a creep like you. The woman called the text that she receives received from this deputy unprofessional, creepy, and scary. Yeah, of course. <laughs> this, is a, this is Florida law enforcement for you guys. Hey. It's like I was more than happy to help you with that domestic dispute that you had back there, lady. And if you ever decide to dump him, take my number. Florida man shoots at banana man during a road rage incident. Pinellas Park, Florida. Oh, Pinellas. 34-year-old man is behind bars after a road rage incident involving a banana and a gun. Oh, I'm on the edge of my seat. A banana and a gun. On Tuesday at approximately 8 a.m., Pinellas Park Police Patrol units responded to a shooting that occurred on southbound U.S. Highway 19. Police say that during the initial investigation, they found out that the shooting was the result of a road rage incident. Yeah, I'm sure that's very common in Florida because people just can have guns, do whatever they want as a result of the continued investigation. They got some more information. It involved a banana, I assume. It was determined that the victim, Peter Sala, became involved in a verbal argument, also known as road rage, with someone named Robert Lewis. Both of them were operating their vehicles southbound on Highway 19. <laughs> they just rolled down their windows and started yelling at each other, it sounds like. Following the argument, Sala drove past Lewis, who was seated inside his pickup truck, armed with a handgun. Yeah, because if you're driving a pickup truck in Pinellas County, you probably have some guns in there. Definitely a handgun on your lap. Sala threw a portion of a banana that hit the side of Lewis's pickup truck. Oh, nice shot, buddy. That's great. You could that you can throw a banana peel out the or a portion of a banana out the window and hit a moving truck. That's very impressive. I'm very good at throwing things from all the years I've been playing baseball, and I'm I'm not even sure I can guarantee that I would hit a moving vehicle when I'm in a moving vehicle as well. So very impressive. But it sounds like you paid for it at the end of the day because you, you hit the wrong guy. You hit a Florida man. When you hit a Florida man's truck with a piece of a banana, just be ready to be shot at. Police say that at that time, Lewis fired a single round at the passing truck that was driven by Salah. Just a single round? As a result of the shooting, the right front passenger window of Salah Jr.'s truck was shattered. The bullet entered and lodged into the front passenger dashboard area of the truck. Salah suffered a small, non-life-threatening laceration on his leg from a, 
a shard of glass fragment that struck him. Oh, just amazing adjectives. A shard of glass fragment struck him in the calf, suffering a laceration. All because he had to throw that banana. During the investigation, Robert Lewis was identified as a possible suspect in the shooting. I don't know how you find these people with guns in their trucks in Florida. I mean, there's just so many guys with guns in their trucks in Florida. Shooting out windows, I assume. Then how are you going to separate this guy from the others? There's just everywhere you go, every stoplight. You just better just not act on your road rage when you're in Florida. Just hands on the wheel. Turn up the rage against the machine on your, on your CD player. <laughs> and just, just move on. Finish your banana and move on with your day. Yeah. Take a zanny. Two, three, four. It's Florida Friday. It's that time of the week where we see what's going on with those Florida freaks. Everybody's on meth. The burglars are nude There's always alligators in those Florida pools Florida women steal a beer bucket full of sex toys I didn't know you were supposed to keep your sex toys in a beer bucket It's a new one for me I don't really own any sex toys But if I had a bunch of them I'd have to get a beer bucket Two women in Pinellas County Pinellas County! Oh, the trifecta We have three Pinellas County stories You couldn't pay me enough to live in this county. Two women in Pinellas County allegedly stole an entire beer bucket filled with sex toys that were meant for charity. (laughs) The charity? Sex toy charity. (laughs) And we've donated $1,000 and this beer bucket of sex toys. (laughs) Just what the kids need. Uh, Gulfport is a small Florida town near St. Petersburg. This this town is at a loss for words after the police say two women stole $200 worth of vibrators in a beer bucket. Were, were there any beers in that beer bucket as well? You know, some Corona and some vibrators. That sounds like a sounds like a nice uh, combination. Uh, Salty's Gulf, Gulfport Sports Bar. Salty's. They have some surveillance footage that shows suspects. Police reportedly have since identified two women entered the bar. And they left with 13 vibrators that they stashed in a purse. That's, a, that's quite a haul. 13 vibrators. That's a lot. That sounds like a good weekend. The, the owner of Salty's. What was the, I want to know what the, um, the charity was for. What charity are you giving away vibrators to? Uh, the owner informed police that the bar was aware of one of the suspect's names because... It was on their bar tab. Oh, way to go, lady. You, <laughs> you left your... Ah, you got your name on the bar tab, and then you're like, hey, before we go, let's steal, the, steal something from this place that I just gave my name and ID to. Brilliant! Pinellas County citizens. Wow, they just... No brains over there. No brains. Uh, Salty's reportedly is pressing charges does not want the stolen sex toys returned for obvious reasons that actually says that does not want the stolen sex toys returned for obvious reasons yeah yeah we saw those women we know what they're probably going to do with those things according to the reports one of the women contacted the bar to let them know she thought the bucket the bucket had darts in it not sex vibrators shut up you liar (laughs) you straight up liar i thought it had darts in it yeah because darts look like vibrators. In what world are you living in that you're going to pass off you thought darts were vibrators, lady? 
Nothing like a vibrator. If you said that you thought they were beers, eh, maybe I'm believing you. You know, it's, it's about the same size as a vibrator. And some of those beer bottles are brightly colored like vibrators tend to be as well. The vibrators were evidently for a... Ch- <laughs> what? <laughs> Never heard of one of these. A charity vibrator race? <laughs> what is that? Anybody ever heard of a charity vibrator race? I have to Google this. Oh, am I glad I Googled this. I just watched the video of an actual vibrator race. <laughs> this is not what I thought at all. At all. All right. Very tiny vibrators. Not the big ones. Not the dildos that you normally associate when you think of vibrators. Uh, so they're very small, like the ones that you kind of just like fit on your finger, you know, these ones. Well, they line up a bunch of multicolored little tiny vibrators on a ramp and they turn them on and let them go and they travel and they vibrate down the ramp and one of them wins. This is how the vibrator races work. So what she did was grab a bunch of small, it was a bucket full of small vibrators. And then she then, you know, said that they were darts, but they are very tiny, um, this seems like a fun time, by the way, uh, vibrator racing. I never thought to do this. And uh, I'm not going to say that, I, I, you know, I wouldn't uh, attend a, a charity vibrator race because I probably would. Seemed like a good time. You should Google it. Check it out. I mean, isn't that something we're learning on Weird AF News and, you know, fostering new interests in life, <laughs> perhaps a new hobby. <laughs> Yay! A former Florida educator's history of pulling students' toes leads to some questions. Yes, I have questions as well. What is this pulling of toes that you were doing with your students, sir? Some form of punishment? Sounds more like a fetish to me. These questionable Florida educators. The story is out of Providence, Rhode Island, though. Let's give you a little Providence accent. Providence Superintendent Harrison Peters said he was aware of a school administrator's questionable behavior in Florida, but he told no one and he hired the man anyway. Oh, you knew about this guy pulling toes and you hired him anyway, Superintendent of Providence, Rhode Island? What's wrong with you? You all right? Mr. Peters said he knew Olienka Alehe, that was the name here, we have Olienka Alehe, uh, was accused in 2009 of popping boys' toes as a form of discipline. What is popping boys' toes? Should I Google and watch a video of this? I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, Five boys told the Florida sheriff's deputies that this guy, Alehe, asked them on numerous occasions to take off a shoe and sock behind closed doors and allow him to pop their toes. It doesn't say what pop their toes means. I guess we're supposed to use our imaginations here. Popping toes? What is that? Kind of like flicking toes? Very curious. Cracking their toes? You know, like my toes kind of crack. Just like my, you know, crack your fingers, crack your toes. Is that what we're talking about here? <laughs> So the Providence Senate delegation requested a hearing to question what Peters knew and when he knew it. What did he know? He knew this guy was popping toes in Florida, yet he hired him in Providence, Rhode Island. The guy, he's like, you know what? I'm not really concerned about the toe popping. I'm concerned about, you know, if he could teach chemistry or not. we're, We're very short on chemistry teachers and educators in the state of Rhode Island. No one wants to live here. All right. (laughs) We're having a hard time finding people to fill these teacher positions. We'll take a toe popper. That's what we'll do. It says here, Peters spoke with Alehe after learning of the alleged toe popping behavior uh, that occurred when he was working in Florida. He convinced Peters he would not he would not do it again. I know I'm done popping toes, bro. That was just a phase I had. (laughs) 
That's just the way I dealt with the Florida humidity. I had to pop toes of students behind closed doors. Peters said that Alehe was not disciplined by the behavior, nor was he charged with any crimes while in Florida. Oh, okay. Uh, well, then, of course, that led to a situation in Rhode Island. In April, Alehe was charged with simple assault for allegedly massaging a boy's feet at a Warwick, Rhode Island gym. <laughs> He's moved on to feet. He's got the toes. That's in his past. All right. He's moved on to foot massages. This is what he needs in life. (laughs) These damn creeps, man. Where do they come from? How do you end up having this kind of brain? I just can't wrap my head around it. And what in life makes you think you can get away with this? I mean, I I guess if you're doing it in Florida, you, you, you probably get that feeling where you can get away with anything in Florida. You massage somebody's toes with an alligator over your shoulder. I mean, no one's giving a damn. You can massage someone, you know, next to a Chick-fil-A. No, you know, it's just nobody gives a damn. It says here in his testimony, Peters, the Rhode Island guy, admitted that he was wrong to have hired Alehe. That's right, because you shouldn't hire a Florida man at the end of the day. Because when you hire a Florida man, you're going to get yourself a gun-toting toe sucker. Oh, things that we love in life, Florida and the weekend. I hope you're having a lovely weekend or you're about to have a great weekend or you already had a great weekend. And I want to thank everybody who reached out to me with Florida Friday stories, cute little links to degenerate, endless debauchery that goes on in Florida during the past week or two. It was extremely helpful. And uh, I think together we made quite an episode. So thank you. Uh, Thanks for being here. I appreciate your loyal support and listenership. Um, If you'd like to help the show out, you can leave me a review somewhere, um, specifically uh, Apple Podcasts or uh, on Amazon. That'd be extremely helpful. You can also support the show by checking out the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weirdafnews, or go to weirdafnews.com and you can join the Patreon from there. I've been putting up a gross amount of content lately on the Patreon. And uh, and you'll love it. You'll love it. So check it out and support the show. And uh, what else? If you'd like to call or reach out to me, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. The phone number is 646-450-2012. And on social media, at funnyjones on Instagram, at funnyjones on Twitter, Twitter as well. And uh, Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. As always, I love you and I respect you. <laughs>